Atomicast. Hello, Atomics, and welcome to Atomicast. This is the podcast exclusively for Atomic members. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about how to price speaking gigs, which we know is a really tough one for a lot of you. So there's lots of different ways that you can look at this. Lots of different experts will say lots of different things, but we're going to be telling you exactly how we do it. So the way we see it, there's two different types of gigs. There's one, one's for money, and two, one's for marketing. Shall we explain the difference? Let's go ahead. Okay, so let's start with number one. So the first one is one's for money. We see one's for money as ones where the audience that we're going to be speaking to probably aren't going to buy from us, right? So if they're not going to buy from us, like buy our products and services, i.e. if they're not going to be great for Atomic, then we need to get compensated for our time at being there in that room speaking to that audience, right? Ones for marketing, these are ones where we look at opportunities to get in front of our ideal audience, Right, so if the room is going to be full of potential Atomic members, we would class this as ones for marketing. It might be great for networking opportunities as well. It might even be events that you would be going to anyway, right? And yes, we're going to price for both of these types of gigs, but we're going to be looking at it slightly differently. We're going to explain why. Yes, so if you are using speaking as an income source, in your business, it's part of your business model, that's where you want to make a lot of money from, then you want as many speaking gigs for money as possible, mm-hmm. of course. And if you're speaking as a marketing tactic, i.e. to generate new sales and to gain credibility in your industry, then you want as many ones for marketing as possible. So let's start with pricing for the ones for money. And if speaking is part of your business model, this is something you're gonna have to do a lot more of, as many as possible, right? We want as many speaking gigs that are gonna pay you as possible. So, if you have no experience at speaking, however, then you're gonna want to build up that experience. You're gonna want to do some free speaking gigs. You want to, you're gonna want to get out there as much as possible because your business, your success, is gonna come at the you know, it's going to be basically defined by how good you are at speaking. So mm-hmm. you need to not only put a lot of time and effort into it, but also practice it and get experience and get seen out there. If people see you speaking, then you will get booked for more speaking gigs. It's like this like uplifting cycle. And sometimes you have to do that for free. Now, we're not saying that you have to do a ton of these for free forever, mm-hmm. but... You're going to want to do some for free, especially if you have no experience. But it, this doesn't need to cost you a lot of money, though. So when we first started getting started with speaking, when we first started getting started with speaking, mm-hmm. we just did a lot of the local networking circuit style events mm-hmm. where they were all in Newcastle. We could drive to them. We could do the gig. We could get some practice. And that's how we kind of got started with yeah. our speaking career. Exactly. Yes. Yes. But... Where to start when we are actually pricing events for money? This is like the trickier bit if we want to start getting paid for gigs. And the good news is there isn't really a right or a wrong answer. 
So speaking is one of those industries where the speaker can charge like 20 quid, they could charge 10 grand, they could charge 100 grand or more even. So event <laughs> organizers, when they're approaching you and they're asking for, will you pitch to speak at this event or can we get a proposal from you? They probably know that you could literally quote anything, right? So there isn't really a right or a wrong answer. A good place to start coming up with that figure though is to start looking at your daily rates, right? How much would you charge someone to do whatever you do in your day-to-day -day business, right? Do you have a daily rate? In this daily rate, you're not want to inc you're not going to just want to include the daily rate for actually going and doing the event, but include like all that prep time. So say if you charge a hundred pound a day to keep the math really easy, <laughs> and you know that it's going to be a day out of your schedule to go and do this event. It's just a one day event, and it's going to take you two days of prep time. Then three hundred pounds might be a good start starting rate to look at. However, in our experience, we know that organizers do tend to kind of barter you down. So I would even suggest doubling that daily rate. So say if you work it out and it's going to be three days of your time, which is 300 pounds, which by the way is way too cheap. So definitely do more than that. But as I say it is 300 pounds, like quote 600 pounds, like double it and know that chances are they're going to try to wiggle you down to get them within their event budgets. So you need to know deep down, is it worth it? If they wiggle you down to right, like 300 rather than the 600, is that going to be worth it for you? What is that line? And if they go below that rate, that line, could you be spending your time better off doing something else? There's nothing worse than accepting a gig at a lower price and then next month being asked to pitch for a gig at the same Day and they could have paid a lot more. Or even just doing your actual day job. Yes. <laughs> at a higher price. Exactly. So think about that. And if the event is one for marketing, if you are speaking for marketing, then go in and quote the same rate. But the difference is you can make that extra judgment call as, a, as to whether it's worth coming way below that daily rate because you know that it's going to help generate other income for you. So that could be you know, driving sales towards your book or your online courses or your memberships or your one-to-one -one services, your agency, whatever that is. Yes. So it might actually cost you to go speak at an event, but in return, you might come away with loads more money than you could ever make from just charging for that one gig alone. Yes. All right. So we've also got some extra little tactics that we use to kind of up the price on speaking gigs because although you're being asked to speak it doesn't mean that that's all you have to include in your quote does it Pete? oh no it doesn't you've heard us talking about option-based pricing before mm -hmm. so we want you to give a quote for the speaking gig which will help them to have a great talk at their event but you know you could give so much more and help their attendees way more and bring a lot more value to the event so you also want to give them an option for that too in your proposal so if you go back to episode 15 of Atomicast, we talk about option-based pricing in our proposals podcast. And basically you wanna have that, those two quotes. So one that's like, well, hey, I'll do this talk for you. But another one that's like, this is awesome. This is all the other stuff that I could do for you. And it's gonna cost you a little bit more. So some of those things could include, number one, another session. 
So maybe that's another another uh, talk during the day. Maybe it could be a more in like personal, uh, smaller group later on in the day. It could be a workshop. It could be a workshop the day before, the day after. Think about it. Maybe paying you a little bit more saves them paying another speaker twice as much. It's only one hotel room they need it's to pay for. Only one hotel room. Mm-hmm. Another <laughs> thing is book sales. If you've got a book, often will put books as something else that they can buy from us or include it as part of that package because often books are in a different budget different event budget to their speaker budget so they'll probably have like a swag bag budget or an experience budget or something like that <laughs> that's a great one another one is webinars so and as well as the talk that you're doing you could do a webinar that's either pre or post event to help the attendees get more out of the event. Mm-hmm. Also think about like any extra promotion that you can offer. So I would definitely include some promotion as standard and do that anyway. It's just nice for the event organizer. But like think about it. The event organizer wants to get as many people to their event as possible. So if you can go above and beyond and maybe charge for some of that extra promotion and put that in your proposal, cool way to just up your price. Another thing you can do is have a multi-year deal at a discounted rate. So mm-hmm. I can speak at one for one year for X price. I can speak for two years at a slightly discounted rate. Yeah. Sometimes as well, event organizers have had different events that they run. So yes. they've said right um, to us, if you come and do this one for this price, we'll also get you on this other one um, for the same price or a slightly higher price based on the different event budgets that they have. So that That's works right. really nice. Uh, other fun things that we've done is like competitions with the attendees of the event. So we said, right, we'll give away a full day of our time and the event organizer pays our day rate and they run a competition on the day. So someone in the audience can win that with us. That's, That's always fun. really cool. Another thing you can do is offer your online products to attendees. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't cost you anything, but it provides great value for the attendees and the event organizer. Makes them look really good. Yeah, so this kind of works for, in our experience, for like marketing events, but if you're not in this industry, just look at the events and work out if there's other ways that you can add value to up your price. And if they're gonna wiggle you down, make sure you get other things out of them, right? If Mm -hmm. they're saying, okay, I can't actually pay you that 10,000 pounds, I can only pay you 600 pound, well, then you need to get more out of them. You need to say, look, if you're not going to do that, then you need to like have me sponsoring your event. You need to uh, make sure I'm keynoting. You need to make sure that you promote me to your audience before and after. Big me up. Like, you need to get something more out of it. If, and only if, it's an event for marketing purposes. Exactly. Like, never do any of that if it's an event for money. If it's, a, if it's an event for money and the attendees aren't going to... Um, buy from you afterwards and there's no point in being in front of that audience other than cold hard cash like take the cold hard cash (laughs) (laughs) all right final thing final final thing after every speaking gig put your price up oh yes 